1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch.
0: Forty five dollars upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good, come Thank you so much. You ready for some matcha tea? Let's matcha, do it. Matcha, matcha latte. Matcha latte. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> so much for having me on Headstrong. Thanks for having me. Having you
2: on Headstrong. Yeah. I was like, you're my guest now. Yeah, you're
0: my guest host. I'm the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for having us in your house.
2: You're welcome. Beautiful. So
0: nice to be here. Yeah. I mean, you've only been here a year and a half. Or just no, a year.
2: Not even a year. I'm almost at my one year year mark, yeah.
0: And what do we think of the UK?
2: I personally, I love it. I've loved living in London so far. It's been like, it's the first place I've ever lived overseas, so Mm -hmm. it's been an adjustment, but. I love British people. I love London. It's so close to Europe. So, yeah, no complaints. Can I
0: say what you said to me on the sofa? Yeah. You're like, I'm going to come to the UK I'm going to get a British
2: boyfriend. Oh yeah, I'm marrying a British man. I'm determined. That's <laughs> it. I,
0: don't, I just know. I'm, I'm manifesting it. Are you a manifester?
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah? Uh huh.
0: How long has that been going on?
2: Since I was really young. My mum's very spiritual. I'm a very spiritual person. So yeah, manifesting is my one-on-one go-to for everything. Yeah.
0: I think what's nice about... What Headstrong is about is like all about mental health and and well-being, but doing a podcast in your own home is very comforting, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is nice. You know, I know that we've got like the cameras and the mics (laughs) and stuff, but it is, it's still your home. Yeah. So I hope it's not too invasive. No, not at all. But no, it's so nice to be here. What do you do then to kind of switch off, you know, because you live a busy life, it's a lot of it, it can be online. Yeah. What do you do to switch off to like take time for yourself?
2: I have my little practices that I try and do every day essentially just to keep my mental and you know every stress down because I think with my job there's a lot that people don't see that is so highly stressful so every morning my non-negotiables are the gym, like a hundred percent. I'm such like every day, every day. I love working out on the weekends. I was like, you're nuts. Like it doesn't mean that it's a high intense, intensity exercise every single day, but just moving my body, whether it's walking, yoga, Pilates or a weights class, you know, running, Mm -hmm. anything that just gets me moving. I feel like it helps my mental health so much. Um, Journaling is a huge thing that I've practiced for years. So just whether it's a gratitude journal in the morning or just a lot of the time, it's just, I'm feeling this. This is happening, it's not like a dear diary, but it's like a rundown of what's happening in my life at the moment and just how I feel. Um, Then manifesting, you know, journal sessions. I am manifesting this and this is happening in all my wildest dreams. And then meditation is also really big for me. Are
0: you using any apps? No,
2: I just learned how to just do it. I just play some Zen music and I just vibe out. How long
0: do you meditate for?
2: I try and do 15 minutes in the morning, um, in the morning, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and I just feel my best when I'm doing those things. I'm also like, I love acupuncture and massage. I feel like they've been very integral in my life. It's obviously an expensive add on, but I feel like it's really worth it for my like stress mm. levels. And I just feel like it's the one time I'm. So zen, you know, mm. I just love it. Are you it's one nice. of the
0: people that builds their stress by like their body getting tense? Cause I'm my, exactly the same.
2: I grind my teeth really badly. When I like, sleep? When I sleep, I do it like unconsciously and I've done that for years and it's just, yeah, the one way that my stress manifests in my body and it drives me insane. So I notice when I'm clenching a lot that there's a lot of stress that I'm not identifying. So mm. stuff as well, like sauna mm. is amazing. Um, and also getting into nature, obviously it's a lot harder living in London. I'm really lucky, like I live near Hyde Park, so I can go for a walk and take my shoes off and get grounded. But it used to be a lot easier at home, I would just go to the beach by myself mm. and just sit and get off my phone, but we're making it work being in a big city.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been, so we've, you've been here nearly a year, Yeah. are there any pets on the horizon?
2: Pets? Yeah. Absolutely not. No, not allowed. Now, I travel. Or is that not you? I travel way too, too much. much. I would love to have a cat. Like I'm such a cat girly. Um, but my best friend Ashton got a dog before she left Australia, and now the dog's in Australia. She travels. She misses it all the time. Mm. You have to find people to look after it. Like I'm, I'm still young. I can't even look after Plenty myself. Plenty of time. For I know. A dog. I'm like, I'll get an animal once I'm I much just, more I, stable. I've got a dog. Yeah. I
0: gotta show you. What breed? He's a cock spaniel.
2: Oh, cute. I know.
0: But that's something that I do for myself, you know, like making sure that I go out for an hour every day and walk him. Yeah. It's just that fresh air, I can switch off, put a podcast in. Yeah. That's what's just I feel so like nice. a
2: lot of people do say that having an animal really helps them with their mental and just having that companionship and mm. stuff. And I'm sure it would help me, but I would feel bad bringing this mm. little child, my child into the world and then like ditching it every few weeks yeah, to go yeah, and travel yeah, 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 and like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I totally get that. And with your exercise, then, do you just find that? Because I've been through periods where I haven't exercised, yeah, and you can't quite put a pin on it as to why you're like, I you not know, like groggy or just not feeling it. Yeah. And then when you come out of an exercise class or the gym, and you're like,
2: no, the endorphins yeah. and exercise high is so real. Even like, I don't know. It just, I know you you don't want to do it, but you know it's going to help you. Mm. And maybe it's not the first workout of the week that helps you, but that third one, just you're just like. Oh my god! I'm like releasing all of this. I love doing a boxing class. Do you? If I'm feeling really like angry about something or someone's hurt me or like I'm trying to move through a big a lot of, take the anger out in a much healthier way. And we should have done that. I us doing a boxing class. (laughs) I'm not a pro, but like I love getting into it, and they just blast music and. It's it's very therapeutic. It is, yeah. I also find exercise an amazing way to manifest weirdly because I feel like it's the one time I'm out of my mind and mm. I'm not actually thinking, but I can visualize things. Like I can just tune into the music and tune into my body. And I'm such a big, I'm really big on visualization. Like if you can visualize yeah. it, then you can create it yeah. and it feels more real. So I love playing out little scenarios when I'm running mm. or when I'm boxing. And yeah, I, I think it's it's very powerful. Something with
0: visualization though is difficult, like because you've got to have control. Yeah. Because otherwise, I, cause I I would say I'm a big overthinker. Oh yeah. And I'm sure Same. that so many people, Same. obviously, yeah. of course, are. But with visualization, you've got to, you know, because you I always you always think of the worst scenario. Yeah. And then you're like, no, you've got to take control. Yeah. What's actually a reality? What could happen?
2: Yeah. I if I'm visualizing when I'm working out, or I'm picturing the best the best things that I can yeah. get me feeling my best, like just channeling that. But obviously if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm falling into a mental spiral, I'm not trying to visualize all the, <laughs> the shit things that could happen. Cause yeah, overthinking is the devil yeah. and it's easy. We all do it so often. Yeah. yeah.
0: So let's talk about nutrition. Cause uh-huh. you, first of all, well, let's talk about your activity, which is matcha. We're going to make a matcha. What are we making? A matcha?
2: A matcha latte. Matcha
0: latte. Uh-huh. I have never had one in my life, so I'm excited. I hope you like it. And this is something that you have every single morning, isn't it? Every day. This is so, your root, yeah. part of the routine. It's like
2: when people say, I just can't start my day without my morning coffee. This is my morning coffee. Um, I love it. Brings me so much joy. Yeah? Like I think- Bounce out of bed with a smile. I just I'm like I'm so excited to have my matcha. <laughs> um, I quit coffee because I used to love coffee I, mm. and I still love coffee. I love the taste of it. I just think that it's not actually the best thing for you, especially if you're an anxious person, you're an overthinker, you've got a lot of stress already in your life. Mm. People lean on coffee to help them through their day when really it's actually causing a lot of damage to your insides um, and your adrenal glands, your cortisol levels, um, and then you become really reliant upon it. And I'm not saying I'm not reliant upon this because this is caffeine, (laughs) but... I pretty much quit drinking coffee all, all, probably almost three years ago now, two really? and a half years ago. And it was challenging, but it was the best thing I've ever done for myself.
0: Did you have this immediately as no. a replacement? So what I were you trying different things?
2: I didn't have any caffeine or stimulants Ooh. for a year and a half or so, at least. a year, At least a year, besides green tea. I would have green tea, but that's, so. it's not making me buzz, you no. know? <laughs> I mean? It's just like more of a herbal kind yeah, of yeah. drink, but. I then discovered much or I knew about it but I didn't know about all of the benefits of it and that it could still give me that caffeine buzz without causing so much damage to my cortisol levels because at the time I was he- trying to fix my gut health mm-hmm. and the one main thing and uh, my gut health and I also had panic anxiety like the really? worst anxiety after getting a head injury I had a bad concussion which toppled a lot of my health. And I just had to go to to the basics and learn a lot about nutrition and how to naturally heal from a lot of these things. And quitting coffee was the one thing that every doctor or nutritionist I spoke to said and caffeine in general. Mm -hmm. So matcha, yeah, it's much more gentle. So what it does is like caffeine, you know how you get the coffee spike and then you drop and then you're like, I'm so tired. I need another coffee and you go in these highs and lows. Much is slow releasing so you have it and it's just over the next few hours it keeps you like buzzed in a gentle way You're not gonna get that like
0: My heart It's a late night for you tonight then
2: I know, I know, <laughs> Double matcha I had two yesterday and I literally was laying in bed like why can't I sleep and I'm like, You're <laughs> I an idiot, you had two very strong matchas
0: <laughs> Alright, okay, teach me, let's do this You just, t- you tell me, I reckon you just make it, I'm not gonna do it Yeah, no,
2: no, don't you worry <laughs> I don't think I'd trust you <laughs> with it Brilliant Okay, matcha Yeah we're gonna, I do it really strong. I know we do a full teaspoon, but we'll just What is split it up. What is matcha? It's green tea powder. Okay, there you go. So it's like very, um, what's the word? Uh, I, I can't oh. think of the, f- concentrated green tea powder, I guess, you do hot water. Yeah. I'll make, I'm gonna make yours first. Okay. I'm gonna put honey in yours. Okay, yes, please. Do you like sweet? I'm very sweet. I okay. got sweet tea. We're gonna go for it. Every time I make it for someone for their first time, I'm
0: like, you make it mega sweet I've to try to make it convert really them. sweet. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that.
2: Little whisk? Yeah. You whisk it up. All right. You wanna make sure you whisk it well. You know, this is the mistake people make. They get a matcha from somewhere. People only say they don't like matcha because it's not being made right. People whisk it for one second. And then it's clumpy and you have all these like little bits. green tea bits in your mouth. It's disgusting. It's just not a thing. You whisk it. There you
0: go.
2: I just do it for a long time to make yeah. it That's good. You want to get your ice? <gasps> Shit. Put it in the glass. I love the straws. Don't mind the straws. straws. love those. Get your coconut milk.
0: This is... I'm Shit. excited. It's fine. We love making a mess.
2: I make a me- like I make a mess every time.
0: It is good content.
2: I've made it really strong for you, so you're gonna be buzzing.
0: Great. Are you even Okay. So, so the health benefits basically are, you know, it's that slow release of energy as opposed to, as you say, like that ca- coffee high
2: and then you The actual health benefits is that it's, well, there's that, that's yeah. that's why I do it. It's way more gentle on your cortisol levels and sure. adrenals, but it's very high in antioxidants. I could get Google up and tell you the other health benefits, but there's lots. Yeah. Green tea, it's just, it's essentially it's just, it's just green tea. Yeah, but and, a lot of it. And, it and you know yes, yeah, they they all say green tea is amazing for you. So. Yeah,
0: well, I love green but tea. But it's running
2: with that. Cheers. God,
0: what, what a Friday afternoon. I know, we're
2: crazy. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting crazy. <laughs> Your
0: face. What?
2: I must, I've made that so strong. No, you haven't
0: whisked it enough. No, i
2: That's not an intro matcha. That's like, that's even stronger. Like you should have probably had mine.
0: Let me try it. Can I try it? Try it. Is it different? I mean, that's not very strong. That looks you... strong
2: as, maybe put some more milk in it. Dilute it down more. It's
0: fine. That's fine. I'm you're good.
2: Like, he's literally there, like this. I'm going to be good. Disgusting.
0: I'm going to be good. We should do a third podcast this afternoon, guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Um, okay. So what? So antioxidants. Talk to me about that because you're on this amazing nutrition diet. Yeah. As you say, you're taking it back to basics. Uh-huh. But you've got this time where you're not travelling. Yeah. To put your health first, basically. Yeah. And not only is it your health, but then that will help up here, right? Your mind.
2: I think anything I do, essentially to my body is for my mind, like for my brain. I think ever since I had this concussion a few years ago, I did so much research about brain health and looking after your head and that everything we do to our body impacts your head. And I love feeling happy. It's my one thing. I'm a very glass half full girl. Like mm. I, I'm a very positive person. And if I can't feel happy, I'm like, not that I have run from sadness. I think that's so important to embrace feeling sad and feeling all emotions. But if I can feel good, I'm going to do everything I can to feel the best I can. So when I have a health issue come up, I'm definitely not someone that's like, Like, I'm just going to ignore that and keep making it worse. I'm like, I'm going to do everything I can to fix it so I can continue feeling great. Mm. Um, So I've had this, yeah, I had this issue with my like gut and stomach for quite a while and I couldn't figure out what was going on, like we couldn't really get to the bottom of it with my nutritionist, and we mm. finally cracked the code, and she's like, you need to essentially do this elimination diet, and it's like, no sugar. Ev- everything anti-inflammatory, really, like everything no sugar. we love. Ev- everyone's like, how are you doing this? Yeah. And I'm like. So go on,
0: talk, talk me through like a, a typical day of
1: well, your
2: food. Well, it's no sugar, no gluten, no dairy, no sauces, nothing processed, really. So it's literally just like, it's a high protein and so what's for dinner tonight? Veg. Maybe like salmon and some broccolini and brussels sprouts and it's, fine. it's just healthy. With that. But there's it's limiting, you know, and I have a lot of coconut because the coconut's really good for your like bacteria in your gut. Coconut garden. I think is
0: my favorite alternative to milk. I mean that's the most first world thing yeah. I've ever said. But <laughs> yeah, coconut but milk. I love it. Coconut, coconut milk,
2: coconut yogurt, delicious, mm. you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, but the, the, the hardest thing has been the no sugar because I love fruit and mm. I love eating fruit. And by the way, this diet is not for everyone. I'm not saying fruit is bad and gluten is bad and dairy is bad and sugar is bad. Nice. It's just when you're trying to fix certain things because yeah. essentially my main issue with this was that the the issues going on in my stomach were really impacting my head. I was getting the craziest brain fog, the worst like just concentration overthinking my mood swings were just
0: really
2: yeah because essentially it was really messing up my hormone levels so every time you know when you're a girl every time you're coming onto your period your hormones are already going wild mine just was so exacerbated and i was like this is not normal but Like, it's got to be a way to not, take control something does not feel right yeah. and so also, the main thing with doing this has been cutting out alcohol and, you know, do anything like that. So that's been amazing. Like six weeks, no alcohol. I would never have done that before. Yeah. So like, how, old, how old are you? I'm 24.
0: And. Uh, you know, any normal 24 year old to say that they've gone tw- six weeks without alcohol, you'd be like, no.
2: Nah. I did all of January off alcohol I know. as well. well. Dry
0: Jan, I I did is... Dry
2: Jan. I'm not really drunk this year, which is crazy because I am, not that I'm like a binge drinker, but mm. I'm such a social person. I love music festivals. I love partying. Like. And it's I so love easy a to casual say, drink. Let's go for you know? go to the pub. Let's yeah. have a quick. Let's quick have a little drink. wine. I'm yeah. a wine girl, like a red wine with dinner or yeah. I do travel a lot, so it's like you always seem to find a reason to drink, you know? There's yeah. always a re- Oh, like let's celebrate this or yeah, someone's yeah, birthday yeah. or so it's it's been hard to like find a minute where I could go I'm not travelling. I can actually do this and really focus because the thing is with achieving a goal with anything, it's you need consistency, you need routine. And I did not have that. I haven't had that in years. (laughs)
0: Like. Is is (laughs) that difficult in what you do then as a job? Because putting routine in to, you know, when you're traveling a lot and also when you're ultimately self-employed, right? Makes life so difficult.
2: It's, it's not impossible, but it's hard because you get a, you get a job come in and it's like, oh, we need you in Paris or we need you wherever. In three days or next week so it's like oh I've been in this great routine now I'm gonna be off my routine and then getting back into the routine takes time again as well but this is yeah been the first time I actually blocked out having a few months no travel and just got really strict on myself and was like this is priority you mm. feeling your best is priority because when you feel good you're gonna work harder and you're gonna be better when you go and do the jobs yeah, and yeah, yeah. summer's coming you know I'm, I am I was aware that so much travel was going to be mm. coming up anyway so i just thought this is the perfect time to get serious and also put myself first and actually look after, look after my body like mm. i was just running from a few things i think last year and i would use travel and work as such a distraction and i as wasn't an looking after as an escape i wasn't looking after myself and over socializing drinking too much it just indulge in eating you mm. know like all the things we do to escape our head and not to feel what's actually going on so Mm -hmm. i think yeah it's been it's been so impactful not only in my health but in every aspect of my life my career for everything like it it, everything essentially bleeds into you know every aspect
1: so
0: let's talk about alcohol Uh like what's your relationship what was your relationship with alcohol like did it get to a point of reliance or it was just in a overindulgence
2: just overindulgence that's the one thing i'm very grateful for with my personality i do not have an addictive personality aside from like yummy fucking sweet food (laughs) i love a little cake or a pastry but i'm not i don't have an addictive personality thank Mm -hmm. god so like i can i can go cold turkey on anything essentially but i'm i just love the taste of cocktails and like i'm a very social person i love eating out eating nice food so i think what i did notice though if i'm being honest is towards the end of last year there was just such an accumulation of feelings i was not feeling properly and mm. i think i was going out and drinking to distract myself from them and then the feelings that would then come when i was hungover was just so bad the, the hangover big just drop. the the yeah. drop and i was like why am i doing this to myself you know how you're going to feel after not just the day after but the next two or three days after.
0: Well, what you've got to remember is alcohol is still technically a drug. So, you're, yeah. like, you know, you're constantly chasing that high. Mm. And, you know, you're always, you know, it's, everyone's guilty of it going, let's get one more drink. Yeah. Come on, you know, let's have a tequila or yeah. something. And then the next day, you know, it's a write-off, you eat junk food. That's it. You don't and go you, to the you're gym. You're out of routine and you just again. And mess it up, right?
2: And, yeah, I ended up just feeling shit and disappointed in myself for then messing up my week routine. My work was then falling behind. And... I noticed as well when I was drinking, when I drink, like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell when I'm wasted. I'm the yeah, same. I'm yeah. like very just like- A true Aussie then. But inside nice. I'm like, wee, you don't have the best time. Everyone's like, you're chilling though. I'm like, I am fucking lit right now. <laughs> but I'm not slurry. I don't fall over. I'm not all of that. But sure. I would start to notice because my personality in my real life, I wasn't happy. When I would be getting drunk, I'd be getting really sassy. I wasn't liking how I was speaking to my friends. Like mm. I was much more short tempered. And I'm like, are you even having fun right now, or are you just, mm. you know? And I wasn't liking who I was being, so I was just like, we need to take a step back,
0: <laughs> you know. Oh, that's really like, that's a really good way of putting it as well. And actually, it's so good to actually just take a break from alcohol. It's like so I think actually everyone should do try January to at least try it and realize. Well, hang on, we need, you don't need it at all.
2: I realise how much uh, how much unnecessary drinking I was doing. Yeah, like, that's what it is. It's just. Like, it's nice
0: to go. Don't get me wrong. To, to go have that luxury. Yeah. Show, but what's wrong with the mocktail yeah. and still socializing. Yeah. You know?
2: And also like getting to know people mm. without the alcohol, like I feel it's a like, skill. yeah, I was using it as such a barrier of like for confidence mm. or, and I'm like, you know how to socialize with people without alcohol. You, you shouldn't need it every time to get to know people or, you know, cause then it becomes habitual and you think you need that thing mm. to get you through when you don't.
0: Are you quite um, judgmental and critical of yourself? Yes. Are you like a like you're probably your biggest critic?
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Is that healthy? Do you think?
2: To a certain extent, like I am so happy I've got me. If I'm if something's happening, I'm like. So you got the self
0: confidence, but also the self critique.
2: Yeah, I think because because I am my own boss, and I've never like my my life trajectory is up to me. Like no one's gonna do it for me. My career, it's only moving forward if I'm moving forward. So I think I've formed that because. I started social media and doing what I'm doing at such a young age, like I was Mm. in grade 10 and I started making YouTube videos and it's not stopped since then really. Um, So it is, it's bad because I don't necessarily know when to have a break. I never knew when to just be like, okay, like let's pull back a bit because then there's always that voice, like you're going to fall behind and you're going to let yourself down. And I think because I have such huge goals. I need to be consistent and onto it but Mm. yeah I've learned as I've gotten older when to pull back when to stop and getting my concussion was the universe literally being like stop you're not listening so we're gonna stop you for you Mm. and I learned so much from that to now take the signs my when my body's going enough 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 to just slow down a bit and reevaluate and then move forward
0: so let's like rewind then Mm -hmm. all the way back to home country Australia born in (laughs) Brisbane yeah lived in Sydney for ages yeah but at what point, and I'm assuming it's in Australia, did you first become aware of your mental health and kind of start to think about it?
2: When I was 17, I graduated school. I went to an acting school and I did like three years intensive like theater training and I thought I was going to move straight to Sydney and go to an act, like NIDA, this other acting academy there, and audition and just just act. Yeah. And then i was like holy shit i'm burnt out like from all of this training it was so intense on my mind mm. and like went through all the emotions of it so i was like i don't even know myself and if i want to be a great actress i, I need to go through every ounce of emotion and live and have my like life experience so i'm gonna to move to byron bay and i graduated school and like a week later moved by myself to this little beach town called byron <laughs> bless my mom for letting me go um <laughs> And that was the first time I really identified my mental health because I've never felt more lonely in my life. Like being alone in this town, I didn't really know anyone. I was so young and I was so confident and I was like, what am I doing? And I feel like I went through such a like intense, lonely period of my life, but it was the most amazing for my growth because I just sat with myself. I journaled about it. I started reflecting on all the things I'd gone through in high school and the trauma and like, oh my god this is who I am in the world as an individual and that's where mental health became so important for me I had a lot of friends as well that were going through different um I guess mental health struggles like eating disorders and anorexia that were around me at the time and I would just started identifying with holy shit everyone has something going on like friends that were anxious or depressed and I just started taking such a care for that and also for my own head so I really delved into it then and then it's been such an important thing for me since Yeah, then. I guess
0: you don't realise, when you get given time on your own like yeah. you did in Byron, that's when like reflection is, it's crazy because I'm actually, I'm probably not very good on my own like you, I'm yeah. very much a people person and when yeah. I'm on my own, I, you just get <laughs> so many thoughts right? Yeah. But it's like then taking that control and doing something about it, so yeah. journaling or documenting yeah. it. Or, you know, whatever your vice is.
2: Yeah. To, Every day I would just manager. go and sit on the beach by myself. So uncomfortable being by myself because mm. I grew up always around people. I mm. did not like being alone. I'd just go and sit and I'd be like, okay, we're just gonna ride it out and you've got you and I formed a relationship with myself. Mm, I was like, you really nice. are your own home. If you can't enjoy being with you, how the fuck can anyone else? Because you don't even like you. So you need to like I said to myself, I was like, you need to get to know you and be able to have you so that you, like th- that's the only way that's to survive yeah in, like in it's such a thing that should be normal to us but it's not no one mm. teaches you how to like be with yourself because it is scary to just be able to sit when there's a lot going on in your head it's your body wants to protect you
0: something that i found quite difficult is getting thoughts to paper like you yeah, know quite literally yeah. journaling because it's difficult sometimes you know what this the thought is yeah but to get it into words is a you know it can be a challenge you, you have know? to
2: just surrender i think i even think the best exercise to do is you just get a piece of paper and you put your pen down and it's just you free flow. don't even think let any word come out it could be like Swear words all in a row, yeah. or just like bird, cow. I don't know. Like any, it could be anything, and you just then it starts flowing because you stop judging yourself. A lot of yeah. it's just self-judgment. Why am I writing this? Oh, this feels weird. Is like this, is this
0: your podcast? Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is good. <laughs> no, I, it's so true. Let, let, let's talk about acting then, mm-hmm. because that's obviously like a passion from. Forever, right?
2: Yeah, since I was little, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna be an exactly the same <laughs> as me.
0: right? And like, do you act? Yeah. Like, oh so,
2: yeah, You said you taught drama.
0: Yeah, Damn. no, but I'm, I'm, so I'm signed with an agency yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's just get that in there. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Yeah, guys. I, I act. Yeah, I <laughs> I haven't acted for a while. Um, no, it's. Um,
2: well, it's hard. It's fucking hard. The industry. Yeah, well, exactly.
0: Um, well, that's another. That's, that's a whole another podcast. Yeah. But I think you know you loved your acting but as you know knew as well at school it was difficult and so you got into stage makeup right yeah and then you know the rest is history yeah pretty much yeah you know and that's amazing but how were you perceived at school for doing that because when I think back to school it's so easy to judge other people (laughs) so what was that like
2: I think that everyone thought everyone had an opinion on me for sure like I In Brisbane, it's also such a small town. And I started posting on YouTube doing makeup. Everyone's like, who does this girl think she is? Mm. Like, what? And I had also come from, when I was younger, I was bullied in school. I was extremely overweight as a younger girl. Like I was not the pretty girl. It just, as I got to like grade 10, something happened. I don't know, like my whole life flipped. I grew into my looks, I lost weight, and then I just had this wild confidence about myself. Even though, even when I was overweight when I was young, I didn't care, I was such a confident kid. Mm. It's just my personality, bless her. Thank God she had that mm. going on. But everyone was so judgmental. I'm like, what do, who, literally, who do you think you are? It's and really damaging at that age. In then. Australia, we have a thing called tall poppy syndrome. People do not like to see you doing well. So they like will do anything to bring you down. But I just was okay with being misunderstood because I had such a fire in me that I was like, I know exactly what I want to do. I know exactly why I'm here. Like, I just need to stay true to that. And this makes me happy. So like, Mm. fuck what you guys think, honestly. And I'm so happy I stuck to my guns with all of that because I wouldn't be living in London. I wouldn't be have, you know, have had half the experiences I've had in my life. And, um, yeah, it just taught, it strengthened me a
0: lot. Speaking to someone the other day, it's such a really good point where it's just like you can think, every single day, no matter what, about people judging you. That's never gonna change, yeah. and you can't change their opinion, yeah. really. So actually, what's the point in worrying about it? And There's like, no need. Let it go,
2: yeah. and let them
0: think that, and be you, the, the unapologetic version of They're yourself. They're
2: always, the, the people that judge you at the start are always the people that message you a year later saying, love seeing what you're doing, we should catch up. I, know. I promise you, it's like so I true. actually pinky fucking promise you that that will happen, yeah, if you take so that true. leap. People judge you because they see something in you that they wish that they had. Yeah. So it's easy to hate on someone when they're doing what you wish you could do. Sometimes it's
0: it's not always, but that's that jealousy, yeah, envious kind of yeah. behavior. But also at the same time, it's just I think there are some strange people.
2: There's, yes,
0: yes. <laughs> no, but you know, I but I just think like, I I would I struggle to judge people, but also I'm like like I don't know if you're like this as well, but I'll. If I'm at the pub, I'll talk to the table next to me. Yeah. If, I'm on the, if i get on the train, which is strange in London, I'll talk to the people next to me.
2: Yeah.
0: But people are just like, they're, they're like, this Ooh. is strange confidence. I'm yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm probably never going to see you again. I know. and that's and it might I, put a smile on your face for the day.
2: I love living in a big city for that reason. Like, I, in London, I'm like, I literally don't care what I wear, really. Mm. What, what happens if something embarrassing happens? I'm like, they're never going to remember me, you know.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about social media then. Uh huh. And. When you first started YouTube. Yeah. Because your platform grew pretty quick. Yeah. And you had thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers, which ultimately is a responsibility, right? Yeah. So how sure. did you feel that at such a young age as well? Yeah. Because that's quite a responsibility.
2: Yeah. I was so young when it all started happening. And I think it wasn't, a career, it wasn't an industry fully formed as it is now mm. back then. Like it was, you had a few of the OGs doing it and it was like, oh, this is all new. And now it's, this fully fledged world. I've always taken it so seriously, which is why I actually felt so guilty from a young age having this, I guess, happen. I had all of this notoriety and praise, I guess, and then with that, I also had a lot of opportunity to make a lot of money from a young age. And I always mm. felt guilty in my friendship group that all my friends were like struggling artists, they were trying to do this or that, or they didn't have the money to travel like I did or that. So I, always felt guilty and I would always undermine myself. So it that I, imposter syndrome then? Massive imposter syndrome. I didn't, I was like, why me? Like I'm normal. I'm, there's nothing special about me. I just do this shit sometimes for fun. Like it didn't make sense to me. And so I felt such an immense amount of gratitude for this like huge blessing that I just like, I didn't choose this, this just happened. Like. By a fluke, you know, the internet just like picked up my video and it went, you know, yeah, big. It's and it's just then amazing how that can happen. It, one one video
0: that the, the ended up just yeah, make the next and then one and well, then, then, then the next one, then yeah. it all
2: then somehow I just kept doing it. But I always said my trade-off if I'm gonna do this job, which I feel so lucky to have been given is that I need to give back so I'm on this platform to give a piece of myself to help other people and that's even if I'm posting about makeup or fashion or whatever how can I make my messaging around mental health or about positivity and I was like why am I also so lucky I'm just a really happy person Mm. like I think there's just this thing in me that I'm just happy and I try at least I try and be happy it's not easy to, but I was just always like, that's my trade-off, that's my responsibility to make sure I'm putting out something positive because I've got all these young girls and boys following me. Like, I, I need to be careful what I'm putting out there because people well, forget Well, you don't want to give influence. the wrong advice as well yeah. because
0: you can say, oh, just be happy. And it's like, of course, it's easy for some people to say that, but actually, you know, <sighs> Some people are scared to go to the GP about yeah, stuff like that. Do yeah. so you call a hotline, but they're too scared to do that? Yeah. You know,
2: and just, I just always try it's and, difficult. like, you know, even in the moments I'm saying, just be happy, I'm gonna say then, okay, this is what you can actually do. Yeah, exactly. Here's some tangible things go you can do. Go for a run. Do. Yeah. Because
0: that is gonna, your body's going to tell you to be happy. Yeah,
2: and I'm so not someone that's like, I'll do as I say, not as I do. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing, and I'll show you we're yeah, yeah. doing it yeah. as well. Share my stories. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about your relationship with social media then? How much time you spend on it? Do you limit yourself time on mm-hmm. socials? And do you feel like confident enough to go right? Enough it is enough.
2: I'm bad. Are you? Yeah, I can't lie. I'm bad because you
0: got a comfy sofa though.
2: It's you know I sink into that. And I will TikTok spiral. But no, it's it's actually not that I'm, I'm not even a big scroller necessarily. On Instagram, I feel like I'm worse because I, I love seeing what my friends are up to and I'm I'm always talking to people. Mm. It's more that I it's my job. So I feel like, oh, I could always just be creating content. So I could be like making a video out of something and posting it or like, you know, so I definitely need to be better at mapping out the times that I'm making content or watching content because I do feel like it's, the biggest escape when i'm not wanting to just sit with my emotions and feelings about how i am i'll just try and run into that or message people or like get external validation and the dopamine hits that i'm like relying on for my happiness from that is horrible i need to be giving that to myself not just looking for it externally so
0: it's true it's like because i assume you've got notifications turned off right yeah, yeah 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 yeah
2: besides like dms yeah 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 yeah
0: but i imagine for you you don't get much negative commentary on online no i'm really but lucky. it is a place that breeds it right
2: i'm so lucky because i think a lot of my peers like we talk about it and they're like oh people on TikTok are so mean like they're, they're ferocious and i'm just like i'm so lucky touch wood that it's yeah. been this way but I think, I don't know, I feel like people are just really nice to me, which I'm so grateful for. Well, even for. on the, my, my,
0: the headstrong TikTok, um, you know, people are leaving comments about guests on it that are, you know, rude and- Really? Yeah, and defamatory, despite it being a mental health podcast, yeah. and just commenting on image, straight away. Really? And yeah. I just, and I won't say who, because I delete the comments, but I just think that, how, why, how do you get validation through a screen by leaving something negative like that? Yeah, it
2: doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. And,
2: like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's really strange. But how do you then show your vulnerability online then? Because you're, you're great at showing that side of it, but how do you, do you feel comfortable doing that?
2: Yeah, when I was, more so when I was younger, before it became so saturated online, and it was such, now it's such a business, I need to be aware of, like, what I am putting out there and what brands are seeing of me because mm. I do I still need to think about my livelihood and making money to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I do need to think a little bit more about it. But I used to be I used to get on my stories when I was upset and I would post when I was crying all the time. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know if people thought that was weird, but I would just get on and talk about anything that was coming to my mind or mm. what I was going through just to normalise being upset and normalize feeling not so great because I was like, you guys are all seeing me traveling and this whole fun side but I'm a very sensitive, emotional person and, and there's a stressful side to everyone's life and that's okay. So now I, I'm i not as good now. I'll have to admit, I'm not as good on my Instagram, but definitely like, that's why I still love YouTube because on YouTube, I just don't give a fuck what I look well, it's, like. Well, vlogging is different yeah, as well to I, an Instagram story. I'll now. just sit with no makeup on, like crying, looking, whatever. I don't just don't care as much. I feel much safer on that platform probably because it was... I've done it for so long and everything's short form now. Like, I don't know how to condense what I'm feeling and thinking into three minutes, you know? That's not real, that's very curated to me. So yeah, YouTube's such a great um, platform for that, I think.
0: Would you say you were in the best place your mental health has ever been?
2: I wouldn't say the best place. I feel like I'm definitely going through a few things right now that is difficult. And like, as much as this diet and not drinking is amazing, when you stop drinking alcohol, everything comes up. All the feelings you were suppressing yeah definitely come up and but i'm i'm feeling this like i'm feeling stronger and i'm feeling very um like proud of myself for committing to that well it's a journey isn't it yeah
0: um i think that and actually it's the same as training your body like if you get lack lack lackluster on your your mental health yeah it will catch up with you
2: i've had a whole all of last year i just was like I'm not yeah, gonna listen, you pluck the not...
0: noise out, and now all of a sudden you're like. I
2: have to. I'm doing the catch up now, so it's like, I have yeah days where I feel super happy, but there's a lot still going on, and like living in a whole new country and city has been difficult for my work. So it's like, and it's much more expensive than living in Australia for me. So there's been stresses that I didn't have before that I'm now navigating, and just a huge work load as well that I'm like, well, you need to manage this a bit mm. better so yeah. yeah but we're getting there we're getting and there. life is good and i'm lucky and i'm grateful for all the lessons summer's on the way i'm also vitamin d deficient i said yeah, that when you came yeah, you in did. i was like but i just it's like you had to
0: open the door i'm vitamin d yeah, deficient. that's I'm, the first thing
2: <laughs> i really do miss the sun and i feel like i'm yeah. a lot of my happiness when the sun is out i actually feel better i think it's it's, it it's a true. scientifically proven yeah. thing so I think once the sun's out, ask me that question, I'm like, this is the happiest I've ever been. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, yeah.
0: So a question that I ask all my guests mm-hmm. is, what does the word headstrong mean to you?
2: Headstrong means, mm-hmm. Well, I guess exactly that. Being headstrong, being like, holding yourself accountable, I would say, to everything. To, to your feelings, to where you're letting yourself down to where you're perpetuating your sadness maybe or where you're not or where you're leading from fear like i think being headstrong is just having awareness and being real with yourself even if the truth is a little bit uncomfortable and just being kind at the same time and getting yourself through it.
0: Love that answer. Yeah. Really love that answer. Thank you so much for having us in Thanks. your house. Thanks for my beverage. You're very strong child. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. And-
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods